Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to a brand new, beautiful day, another gift from the Lord. And we're walking with Paul through the book of Acts. Y'all, we are almost done. There's only a couple episodes left as we are in Acts chapter 28, and we saw Paul through the shipwreck. We saw him with these islanders and the opportunity to minister to them, and now he is back on his way to Rome, and we're going to see what happens when he gets there. And we're going to talk a little bit about this idea of dedication as opposed to motivation, and which one is more trustworthy. So let's dive in. We are in Acts chapter 28, verse 11, and I'm reading from the ESV. After three months, we set sail in a ship that had wintered in the island, a ship of Alexandria with the twin gods as a figurehead. So it was three months, apparently, that they spent on this island, a lot longer than it had seemed. Putting in at Syracuse, we stayed there for three days, and from there we made a circuit and arrived at Regium. And after one day, a south wind sprang up, and on the second day we came to Patelio. There we found brothers, and were invited to stay with them for seven days. And so we came to Rome. So all of that was their trip, and now they have made it to Rome. And the brothers there, when they heard about us, came as far as the Forum of Appius and the Three Taverns to meet us. And apparently, these are at least 40 miles and 12 miles away. So they're making a long journey to see Paul. On seeing them, Paul thanked God and took courage. And when we came into Rome, Paul was allowed to stay by himself with the soldier who guarded him. Isn't it beautiful how God uses his people to encourage his people? (laughs) When Paul saw them, that they had traveled, that they had come to see him, he thanked God and he took courage. God used his people to empower, to encourage Paul. And isn't that beautiful? And I'm going to be honest with you. It says brothers, and in most places in scripture, when we see brothers, it typically is used in reference to other Christians. However, they talk about believing in Jesus as a sect and it being spoken against. They don't talk about it as if it is their own beliefs. So I know there's some disagreement on this, some people thinking these brothers are Christians. However, based on the way I'm reading it, I don't really see that. I think that when he says brothers, he means Jews. After three days, he, Paul, called together the local leaders of the Jews. And when they had gathered, he said to them, Brothers, though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our fathers, yet I was delivered as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. When they had examined me, they wished to set me at liberty because there was no reason for the death penalty in my case. But because the Jews objected, I was compelled to appeal to Caesar, though I had no charge to bring against my nation. And so here we're kind of seeing that 
at least one of the reasons why Paul appealed to Caesar, why he made this trip to Rome, was because the Jews were objecting to this. They were having trouble with this idea that Paul was innocent. And we know, based on their plots that were uncovered, that they would have tried to kill him. And so with all that in mind, he chose to appeal to Caesar, though he had no charge to bring against his nation. Continuing on, he says, For this reason, therefore, I have asked to see you and speak with you, since it is because of the hope of Israel that I am wearing this chain. It's because of Christ, the Messiah, the one who brings hope to Israel, the one promised to Israel, God's chosen people. And he is sharing that good news with them. And that's why he wanted to talk with them. And they, these leaders of the Jews in Rome, said to him, We have received no letters from Judea about you, and none of the brothers coming here had reported or spoken any evil about you. But we desire to hear from you what your views are. For with regard to this sect, we know that everywhere it is spoken against. So this language is what makes me think that they are not Christians, that they have not heard the gospel, they have not heard about the Messiah, and maybe they heard about Jesus, but they are not followers of Jesus. And it's really interesting to see that they hadn't heard all this negative stuff about Paul. And I love that Paul just lays it all out there. And he tells them, this is what's going on. I don't want to hide anything from you. This is what the Jews in Jerusalem think of me. This is what I've been through. And they said, hey, we haven't heard any of that. And so they're actually pretty accepting of him, it seems. And so when they had appointed a day for him, they came to him at his lodging in greater numbers. From morning till evening, he expounded to them, testifying to the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets, the Old Testament. He is showing them how the Old Testament points to the Messiah and how Jesus fulfilled every single prophecy. And some were convinced by what he said, but others disbelieved. And isn't it amazing that Paul is doing all of this? God is providing these unexpected opportunities while Paul is in prison. Y'all, Paul's situation is not the considered ideal situation, right? And yet here he is in prison and God is providing opportunities for him. And I just wanted to touch on this idea that is not spoken about in scripture, but that's really on my heart. That you have to wonder, is Paul doing this out of dedication or out of motivation? And the truth is, we can't know. We can't know his heart. We can't know what is driving him forward. But the truth is that more than likely, he's in prison, (laughs) y'all. Life is not easy for him. He's probably tired, exhausted. Who knows what he's feeling? If he's frustrated, if he's afraid, we don't know that. But because of this challenging situation, I would venture to say that we can't assume that he's feeling motivated. We can't assume that he is feeling strongly excited and motivated to share for the Lord. Of course he has his inner purpose. He knows God's call on his life. And so that is always an underlying motivation. But what I'm talking about is the motivation to go out and act. Kind of like we have in our lives. 
whether or not we're motivated to go on a walk, we're motivated to eat right. And we tend to rely so much on our motivation, but our motivation is fleeting. It rises and it falls. And I would venture to say that if Paul, throughout the whole book of Acts, only relied on his motivation, again, we don't know his heart, this is purely speculation, but it was just something God laid on my heart, that if Paul relied only on motivation, I think he would have missed a lot of opportunities. Instead, in addition to his motivation, he was dedicated to serving the Lord, to fulfilling his call, to following his purpose, to taking him up on the opportunities he placed in his life. He was dedicated to God and to living life in a way that glorified him. He was dedicated to pouring into others with his words, with his actions, regardless of the circumstance. And I would challenge you to question yourself. How often are you acting out of motivation? And how often are you acting out of dedication? Because dedication is always going to be more consistent than motivation. So pursue dedication in speaking boldly, in loving others, and in living out God's purpose on your life. And I'm going to see you tomorrow morning as we are wrapping up this beautiful book of Acts. If you enjoy this podcast and you're on Instagram, you can go find me in one of two places. The first one is my official business page where I share all things faith and yoga. You can find that under at hesed, H-E-S-E-D dot heart. Or you can find my more personal page where I share things business and life. And that is under Audrey underscore Grove. And I'm really looking forward to connecting with you.